Welcome to Board Game Top Tens, episode 407, for Wednesday, May 10th, 2017. This is the BGG Page Views edition. Just missing the top 10 at number 11 by 378 views is Brass. After spending three weeks in the top 10, and this despite the fact that the Kickstarter is just finishing up, and it's already over a million dollars. Maybe it'll pop back on next week. But we do have five new entries. The top five games from last week all repeated. The bottom five did not. The first, after returning after 13 weeks away and charting for the second time, is Heroes of Land, Air, and Sea by Scott Alms, published by Gameland Games with 19,000 797 views, almost 20,000. This is a 4X game by the designer of the Tiny Epic line. The Kickstarter that was running back in February was canceled on February 11th. Uh, They had a goal of $100,000 and had already had over a quarter million pledged, but they decided to retool some things and relaunch the Kickstarter last week. Uh, That new Kickstarter has a quarter million dollar goal and has raised about a third of a million. The second new entry, and our first of two debuts, is at number nine, Rambo the Board Game, by Christopher Bartalis and Jim Sammartino, published by Everything Epic Games, with 22,660, or about 3,000 more than Heroes of Land, Air, and Sea. The Board Game Geek description of this game is a thematic, cooperative, tactical, miniatures, scenario-based, campaign game with, quote, legacy-like mission envelopes. So that checks all of the boxes on the checklist. BoardGameGeek has it listed as a 2018 release. Our third new entry, returning after five weeks away, at number eight is Star Wars Rebellion by Corey Kaneska, published by Fantasy Flight Games with 24,140, about 1,500 more than Rambo, but a gain of over 7,000 from last week, or 43%, on news of an upcoming first expansion for the game called Rise of the Empire. Sliding two spots for the second time in a row, from number three to five, now to seven, is Arkham Horror, the card game, by Nate French and Matthew Newman, also by Fantasy Flight Games, with 28,325, or more than 4,000 better than Rebellion, but still off by 3,000, or almost 10%, from last week to its lowest position since October 5th of 2016. Been seven months since Arkham Horror was this far down the list. But still, 28,000 is a nice performance, So it's not just on ebbing performance, but also on strengthening competition. Also dropping two spots to number six is Terraforming Mars by Jacob Frixelius, published by Stronghold Games with 29,503, about 1,200 more than Arkham Horror, and down more than 2,000, or about 7% from last week. Uh, Number six is its lowest position since February 22nd, to which... Arkham Horror says, yeah, yeah, why, why, why? I had to go a lot farther down. 
This is the 39th week for Terraforming Mars in the top 10, which puts it at number 14 on the most weeks list, just ahead of now Robinson Crusoe Adventures on the Cursed Island. Our fourth new entry, and our higher of the two debuts, is at number 5, Dragonfire, by Randall Bills and others, published by Catalyst Game Labs, with 30,088 views, 585 more than Terraforming Mars. This is a Dungeons & Dragons deck-building game, and is apparently a re-implementation of Shadowrun Crossfire, released in 2014 and just outside the top 500. And our highest new entry, returning after 10 weeks away and charting for the second time at number 4, is Gaia Project, by Jens Drogemuller and Helga Ostertag, published by Asmodee, with 30,492, or 404 more than Gaia than Dragonfire, and just less than a thousand more than Terraforming Mars. This is the Terra Mystica sequel, and is now subtitled A Terra Mystica Game. At number three for the second week in a row is Scythe by Jamie Stegmeier, published by Stonemeyer Games with 31,620, a little over a thousand more than Gaia Project, down a little more than a thousand from last week, or only about 4%. The gap between Scythe at number 3 and Arkham Horror way down at number 7, those five games, spans about 3,300 views. So that's a pretty narrow gap, a little more than 10% of the total that Scythe has. But there's a gap of 13,000 between number 3 and number 2. There for the second week in a row is Dark Souls, the board game, by Alex Hall, Matt Hart, and Richard Loxem, published by Steamforged Games, with 44,072 views. That is down a hefty 32%. That means off almost a third of what its total was last week, or well over 20,000 views. Which leaves our number one, the same number one, for the 15th week in a row, and the 16th time overall, Gloomhaven by Isaac Childress, published by Cephalofair Games, with 84,144, almost double uh, Dark Souls total, 40,000 more than Dark Souls, but off by 25,000 from last week, or 23%. It's the lowest page view total of the 15 weeks that it has been in a row at number one, the lowest it's seen since January 25th, when it was number three and had about 50,000. It's particularly notable and glaring because it's coming down off a little peak from the close of its second Kickstarter campaign, which raised almost exactly $4 million. And yet 84,144, still number 20 on the most views list. And it's interesting to think that that means it's averaging about, what, 12,000 views a day, which means one day of Gloomhaven would probably chart at right around number 25 on the weekly list. So it's not going, still not going anywhere anytime soon. Uh, March 20th of 2013 was Android Netrunner's 15th week in a row at number one. 
It had about 32,000 that week, which was the sixth week in a row. It was over the 30,000 mark. The number two game that week was for the third week in a row, X-Wing, which only had about 19,000. So the number two game four years ago would not be in the top 10. The number one game still would have been number three this week, which isn't a bad performance. For Wednesday, May 10th, 2017.